0: And welcome to Carmelite Conversations. This is Frances Harry. And I'd like to do a little feature today on St. Mary of Jesus crucified. Her feast day or memorial um, is coming up August 25th for those that are in the order and on August 26th for the church at large. Um, this is St. Mary of Jesus crucified. We also call her Miriam. It's like how I like to call her. Um, She's also called the Little Arab or the Lily of Palestine. So I'd like to start with a prayer from her. Um, It is prayed by people all over the world. It's one of my favorites and it's a prayer to the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Holy Spirit, inspire me. Love of God, consume me. Along the true road, Lead me. Mary, my mother, look upon me. With Jesus, bless me. From all evil, from all illusion, from all danger, preserve me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, since the feast day of Miriam is coming up soon, I thought you'd like to hear what she said about being a cell. for Jesus and so I'm going to quote how she was recorded now she wasn't uh, very versed in writing things she wrote very little um, she wasn't educated so everything she learned she learned in the doing um, and from those around her um, but this gave her an opportunity to really focus on uh, a very reflective introspective life and she loved God with all of her heart from the time she was little. And so um, this is a beautiful reflection on a cell for Jesus. So here's what she said. Jesus wants to come to you in the middle of the night. Prepare a cell for him. Listen to what he wants. A little cell that is very poor and very simple. A small bed, which signifies the virtue of silence a mattress always kept new by new acts of humility a pillow of charity a blanket of patience large curtains spotlessly white signifying the union which prevents the wind of temptation from causing charity to grow cold jesus should also have a night lamp the glass is hope and faith the oil is continual prayer. The floating cork is the love of God which raises the soul above the earth. The wick is devoted self-sacrifice which forgets its own interest for the happiness of others. And lastly, the flame which illumines the darkness is obedience and purity of intention. Now when you are in the cell And there you are shutting the door and you're praying to God alone in secret. Some amazing things are possible in prayer. And one of the feast days coming up, August 26th, the Carmelite order is celebrating um, the transverberation of Holy Mother, St. Teresa of Avila. Now, Miriam, St. Mary of Jesus crucified, She had this in common with St. Teresa of Avila. They both had this. And so I thought it would be interesting to do a little bit um, of talking about what John of the Cross said, what Miriam said, and what Teresa of Avila said about this experience in prayer. So here's what John of the Cross said, and this comes from the Carmelite proper of the Liturgy of the Hours, for the um, memorial of August 26th for the transverberation of St. Teresa of Jesus, which is also St. Teresa of Avila. John of the Cross says, it will happen that while the soul is inflamed with the love of God, it will feel that a seraph is assailing it by means of an arrow or dart, which is all afire with love. And the seraph pierces, and in an instant cauterizes this soul, which, like a red-hot coal, or better, a flame, is already enkindled. The soul is converted into an immense fire of love. Few persons have reached these heights. Some have, however, especially those whose virtue and spirit were to be diffused among their children. For God accords to founders with respect to the first fruits of the spirit, wealth and value commiserate with the greater or lesser following they will have in their doctrine and spirituality. And so, of course, we we know St. Teresa of and her writings. She's got four major books that are classics, St. Tierra Castle, The Book of Her Life, The Book of Foundations, and The Way of Perfection, all classics that um, i encourage everybody to read now here is what saint mary of jesus crucified said about this it happened to her on may 24th 1868 it was the transpiercing of her heart she said near me on the left side i saw an angel in corporeal form he was not large but but small and beautiful I saw that he held in his hand a long dart of gold, the iron tip of which I believe held a little fire. It seemed to me he plunged it several times through my heart. When withdrawing it, one would have said that this iron left me wholly inflamed with immense love of God. So that is exactly the same kind of description that St. John of the Cross used. Now I wanna go to the book of her life of St. Teresa of Jesus, also known as St. Teresa of Avila, and see what she said about this transverberation. I saw close to me toward my left side an angel in bodily form. The angel was not large, but small. He was very beautiful and his face was so aflame that he seemed to be one of those very sublime angels that appear to be all afire. They must belong to those they call the cherubim, for they didn't tell me their names, but I see clearly that in heaven there is so much difference between some angels and others and between these latter and still others that I wouldn't know how to explain it. I saw in his hands a large golden dart, and at the end of the iron tip there appeared to be a little fire. It seemed to me this angel plunged the dart several times into my heart and then it reached deep within me. When he drew it out, I thought he was carrying off with him the deepest part of me, and he left me all on fire with great love of God. The pain was so great that it made me moan, and the sweetness this greatest pain caused me was so superabundant that there is no desire capable of taking it away nor is the soul content with less than God the pain is not bodily but spiritual although the body doesn't fail to share in some of it and even a great deal so that's how Teresa describes her experience and I think it's um, very interesting to to hear the language that she used and John used and Miriam used and uh, it's something for us to ponder um, on August the 26th for those in the Discalced Carmelite order because that's the day we celebrate the transverberation of the heart of, Je- of trees of Jesus so I'm going to go back to Miriam her feast day for the Carmelite order again is August 25th and the church was celebrated August 26th and I'd like to just talk about what she says about Mary because the queenship of Mary is August 22nd. And this is what she says about the name of Mary. I should like to have lips that have been purified by fire to pronounce the name of Mary and a gold pen to write it in gold letters. That's really beautiful. And then she's talking about the softest velvet for Mary. She says, glory to Mary. Get ready the softest velvet and all that is most beautiful for my dearly beloved mother. Oh, what beauty is Mary's. Her crown sparkles with diamonds, shining like stars. And these stars look brighter than the sun. But the light is most radiant on her breast and arms where Jesus nestled. And now I want to talk about the virtues of Mary, and this is what Miriam, the little Arab, or Saint Mary of Jesus crucified, said about the Blessed Mother's virtues, was a meditation. You, Mary, were a virgin in the world. Who would have thought you would ever be the mother of God? You became the mother of God because of your humility, The angel of the Lord appears to Mary to announce her divine maternity. The Virgin, enlightened by the power of God, felt humbled to think that the creator of heaven and earth was going to become her son. The angel spoke to the Virgin. Each time the angel spoke to her, Mary humbled herself. Oh, Mary, how humble you are and how lovable in your humility. Mary was also a model of faith. Oh, how pleasing that faith was to the Heavenly Father. It was her faith that made Jesus grow in her more each day. If we have such faith, Jesus will also grow in our hearts. Because of her faith and humility, Mary feels unworthy to become the mother of God. On earth, children cannot be born without a mother. It is a woman who brings them into the world, and it is also a woman who brings us into heaven. And this woman is Mary. Ever since the fall, men have been waiting for the fruit of Mary, the fruit of the gentle, humble, Holy Virgin. May you be blessed, Mary. May you be blessed. Oh, thank you, Mary. So I just wanted to offer that reflection because we have three days, August 22nd for the Queenship of Mary, August 25th for the Memorial of St. Mary of Jesus Crucified, and August 26th for the transverberation of St. Teresa of Jesus, um, and that's that famous statue, I believe, in Rome, uh, where the Seraph angel is piercing her heart, and it's such a beautiful statue and it speaks volumes. So, I just thought I'd throw these thoughts out there um, and hope that you will ponder them and that they will give you some inspiration and some hope and encourage you on this journey um, on our journey to heaven. And so, with that, I want to close with another prayer to the Holy Spirit by Saint Mary of Jesus crucified. She had a great devotion to the Holy Spirit. We could do a program on that, no doubt. But for now, we're going to close with this prayer. And so let's get recollected and put ourselves in the presence of God. We're always in the presence of God, but let's be aware of it. Let's really uh, know that he is in us and we are in him. And let us sign ourselves in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Source of peace, light, come and enlighten me. I am hungry, come and nourish me. I am thirsty, come and quench my thirst. I am blind, come and give me light. I am poor, come and enrich me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So thank you for joining me on Carmelite Conversations. You can go to our website, carmeliteconversations.com, and you will see an archive full of our talks. And um, if you have suggestions that you'd like to hear us talk about, our email is carmelite.conversations at gmail.com, and it is on our website. For your um, ease. So thank you again, and God bless you. I hope that you receive many graces on these wonderful uh, feast days or memorials that are coming up. And until then, God bless you.